Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're here once again with your boy Sherman Obed with another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Uh, glad to be back in action once again. We're full, just underway, what, a week in November already. Damn it. <laughs> the holidays are already upon us. It's insane. Uh, Obed, I don't know how you feel about it, but it's like, I, I love that this country uh, ingratiates themselves with different cultures and things like that, but I've never seen a country more obsessed with Christmas in my life. <laughs> I've never seen a country more obsessed with Christmas in my life. Stuff was out before October 30th, guys. Come Yo, on. What are we doing here? It's out of control. I get it. Some people just have the love and joy and merriment that Christmas brings. And yes, I mean, I think it's a time for remembrance and family, but my goodness gracious, can we not enjoy some of the other? Let's not make the clock move too fast. <laughs> right. We just, we just, and we just lost an hour. Oh, we went back an hour. Right. So hey, yo, still, I've, I've been, I felt great. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they, the I, extra, just, I don't the know extra what hour happened. Sleep with daylight savings. I got that extra hour of sleep, and life is on fire right now. We are cooking, boy. I love Man it. Is out here chilling, you know. Oh man, what you got, got, got? Making big moves with a whole extra hour, making big Major moves. Major keys, dressing all black like the omen. Mm, got him. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> oh man, let's get into it, good sir. Uh, we're gonna start a little bit of college football recap of week ten. The biggest game of the weekend was Washington USC. USC coming up short, even in a in a shootout, fifty two to forty two. Huskies took down the Trojans. This game was really, I know Michael Penix Jr. is possibly working his way into Heisman uh, candidacy, but the reigning Heisman Trophy winner Caleb Williams coming up short again. Now with a third loss in the year, USC is pretty much done. And I feel like Williams is now. Now it's pretty much said and done that Williams is gonna go on to the NFL next year with no conference championships, no, no CFP appearances. You know what I mean? Kind of sucks. But I'm wondering if his draft stock is dropping. Is he still going to be the number one overall pick, whether that be with Arizona, whether that be with uh, another, another, another team, another terrible Chicago. team, <laughs> Chicago, do they yeah. kind of move on from Justin Field? You know, this guy was going to move on yeah. from Kyler, from Kyler Murray. We know, we know it's not going to be, even if Carolina has it a more pick, they're obviously not going to pick them. They just drafted Bryce Young this past year. Is there but a chance they make a trade? You know, trade, do they trade down or something like that? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, what do you think of Kaylee Williams, you know, potentially still going number one overall if he does? I think it's very liable to do so. I mean, honestly, the individual has played fantastically over the tenure of his career things have gotten a little sloppy at the end of it and i don't know if that much of that is just him mm -hmm. how much of it is them not uh, i mean clearly they gave him weapons uh they've had some fantastic uh star players out there uh through the course of his tenure <clears throat> but i think you can't <clears throat> pardon me it's undeniable what he brings to the table, right? Like 67, 68% uh, completion percentage, you know, over 7,400 yards. You know, this guy is a machine when it comes to throwing the ball. Now, as far as how things have looked, I think you can clean a lot of those things up. I don't think that should take away from his ability to be uh, a, a top pick compared to like what the field is. You know what I mean? Compared to some of the quarterback play we've seen of Daniel Jones of late, mm -hmm. uh, the kind of quarterback play we're seeing uh, from Bryce Young himself, uh, you know, Kenny Pickett, uh, there's jobs. There's jobs. You know, Mac Jones, there's jobs yeah. out there. Um, yeah. Now, that being said, um, you know, I still think he's worth, I think he should be the top quarterback to, to come out of the 
college. I think he's done enough through the course of his career that they'll be like, I don't think it's bad to, to take a swing at him. What do you think? No, I, I think he will. I mean, the only other quarterback I can really think mm-hmm. of who's going to be top five or something like that probably be Drake May out of uh, North Carolina. And I don't think he has the physical abilities, especially the athleticism as Caleb Williams has. So I think Caleb will still be the number one overall pick, you know, just because his team is losing doesn't mean he's a bad player. You know, we have to kind of, we have to, we have to know to separate the two, of course. Can we Um, we talk about how he performed in this past game? I mean, the man went three sixty three twelve 312 for three, 312 yards, three touchdowns and only missed eight passes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what, what? He lost. I don't care. Draft him. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, the kid is still a great, great, phenomenal player. He can still sl- sling the football all over the field. And, and and going to a team, let's say, like, I mean, and maybe not be the best situation, like going to a team like Arizona or Chicago may not be the best scenario for him as far as, you know, being able to develop because we've seen what the Cardinals have done with Kyler Murray. We've seen right. what Chicago is doing with Justin Fields. Right. You know, uh, it's a kind of a, I don't want to say a losing situation. I hate to use that word, but kind of is, you know what I mean? They're just not good organizations. When was the last time was, was, when, when Chicago, was, was Chicago relevant? The 1980s? Ooh. Rex Grossman when they Rex, were in the Super Bowl and they okay. lost to the Colts. And even then, they weren't really a good team. Right, and they didn't have a solid quarterback. He was just a quarterback that they had. It was really yeah. lying on the rest of the team. He the was Cardinals, no king. Yeah, I know that much. The Cardinals, last last time they were relevant, you know, it was when Kurt Warner was there when they went to the Super Bowl and they lost against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, you know, that was because they had Kurt Warner. They didn't draft Kurt Warner, you know. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, he'll, he'll still – I think he'll still be number one overall. Uh, like I said, the only other person I think is Drake May. But, again, it really depends who know that, who gets that number one overall pick. Like I said – if it's Arizona, I think they still pick him. If it's Carolina, I don't. They obviously don't pick him. So UNC is a basketball school. It's not a football school. I don't know how I feel about uh mm. I mean they gave us Julius Peppers, right? I think they gave us Julius Peppers. They did. Um, but I don't I don't know about the quarterbacks. Quarterbacks haven't been doing it for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know, they're not I mean, obviously you said they're they're a basketball school, but hey, they did give us Mitchell Trubisky. Dude, and we're, we're not happy for that. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, not, there you go. I'm not happy for that. Uh, we have a professional sports fan somewhere who might be happy for that, but. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Chris. Um, Let's keep it going. Um, But this week, we're all looking forward to big matchup. Number three, Michigan visiting number 11, Penn State. Obviously, the big talk on Michigan this week, those past, the past couple weeks, has been on the investigation for sign stealing. The Big Ten announcing there's going to be possible discipline for the organization, for the school. Um, I don't, I'm not really sure what's the correct punishment here for, you know, for whether it be for Jim Harbaugh or the school. Some people are talking they should be banned from the college football playoff if they are found guilty. Now, obviously, you have to do an investigation. And if it comes to light that this, this is true, they were caught stealing signs. They had this gentleman at games, you know, interjecting himself in other schools. <laughs> you know, sidelines and stealing information, things like that. Yeah, you got to punish them in some way. I don't know what the correct punishment is. I think you certainly ban them from a bowl, ban them from the a bowl game or does, does Harbaugh get suspended for two, three games or the rest of the year? Did How much did he know about this? I'm not really sure what the course of action is, but the Big Ten did announce that something's going to go down. What actually goes down is still up for questioning. You know, I just don't even know what to think. Like, 
and I have to walk very carefully or along these lines as a, my affiliation as a Patriots fan. But I, I quite honestly, <laughs> this is this is. But does this happen? Do people do this now? I can understand if they keep using a signal, and you see it on tape, and you put the two together. That's why they have these elaborate signs and four guys signaling the same thing mm. on the sideline. Right? It's a picture of the the uh, United States of America, the uh, Statue of Liberty, Chewbacca. And the and Death a, Star and a, and a tomato <laughs> and a tomato, right? And right. Like, and that's, that's a play. play that's right? a play, right? 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 But I mean, sign stealing happens every game. It happens in college. It happens in the NFL all the time. You right. literally have people watch. That's why you always see coaches covering up their mouth with their with their play sheet when they're when they're right. sending in a play. So I get that, but that's in the normal course of action. It's not. You don't have dudes going out attending other teams' games and with binoculars out there and doing kind of shady stuff. You know what I mean? Right. You know. Um, that's that's a whole different thing. Here's the thing. If there's certain rules that the NCAA has and it's found that Michigan violated those rules, that's it. End of story. You know, it's not the normal course of action. But if people say, oh, how much difference does it actually make? You know, because because, you know, there's a sweep, sweep going to the left. OK, you can be set up, but you still got to stop it. Some people say that's what I mean. You still, yeah. still got to stop it. My players can still, you know, I'm running a sweep to the left. If my players are better than yours, I'm probably still going to get the advantage and still make that play. However, but now you're in at least a position to kind of slow me down. Whereas right. before you had no idea, you wouldn't even know if it was a run or a pass before. Right. But now you know my signs. So now you at least know, oh, it's I know I know what they're calling. Everyone move over. It's like, oh, crap. And now you're in a position to make, possibly make a stop. That's right. the thing people got to remember. Right. It's not just a normal course of action. So, I, you know, hey, look, if, it's, if they're found that they did do something egregious and you know uh, and it did violate ncaa rules something's got to be done about it if something's going to be done you know and possibly this could be ruined penalty (laughs) you know is is harbaugh going to be out there for this week's game against penn state i don't know are they gonna you know are they gonna ban them from even being eligible for the college football playoff has that opened the door for another school to get in there you know this is going to kind of change things if it does if something does happen yeah, these historic uh, landmarks of college football, uh, you know, we see what the punishments look like and, you know, that they're never really out for too long. Um, but and who uh, uh, if there's a fan base, a support group of individuals that is just like they make college football a lot of money. They make college oh, football a whole oh, lot of money. So, much so money, you do have to punish them. But I am sure if you look at the lineage of individuals who work for college football, there's probably a lot of alumni for this school involved. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. I'm yeah. sure that I don't know. Do you fire Harbaugh? Has he not turned the program around? Or because I'm like I said in the past, I'm sure these guys are some of the best at their positions and the best that play this game. Mm-hmm. I assume that they're making the plays right. Much like I said about uh, Lance Armstrong he still had to race all those races in practice to go play the game. You know, so. You can make the same thing about Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Things like they still have to actually physically swing the bat. <laughs> My know? God, but them steroids, the clear. Woo. Alco, Balco. I don't know. We got we to gotta draw a line somewhere. You say sure. juicing, baby. Getting that, hitting that juice. These guys, they're <laughs> going to live longer than the guy who was juicing the carrots. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but they were taken. <laughs> Yo, oh my goodness. Um, and I'm really going to this week's game. James Franklin's got to show me something. You know, I get it. 
Penn State, you know, usually has a disadvantage of going against top tier team, top tier talent, because they don't have the recruits like these other schools do, like Michigan or Ohio State's do, or Bama's and Florida's and things like that. But, you know, in his tenure, James Franklin is 13 and 23 against top 25 teams with only two road wins. You know, he's three, three and six against Michigan alone. You know, his record is not good, but sometimes they you just think don't that's have because to. they knew the signals. <laughs> it, it may be. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey now. Oh, OK. All right. We uh, put two and two together. together huh? Huh? We're, 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 get to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting to the bottom of the case right now. Right, right. You know, but honestly, I just think it's a matter of just talent, you know, our professional sports fan, Chris, you know, from, from, from PA, he's usually on here, fellow Penn Stater of mine. He usually say, no, he's, he likes James Franklin as a person, but he doesn't just get the job done. But honestly, I just think it's a talent thing. Penn State just doesn't necessarily have the same talent as these other schools do, especially at, at the quarterback position. Look at Ohio State alone. Like I said, I think James Franklin is like, what, one in eight or one in nine against Ohio State or whatever it is. Yeah. Look at the quarterback position alone. You could go you go from a guy like CJ Stroud, Justin Fields, Dwayne Haskins, JT Barrett, you know, all guys who made it into the NFL at some point, you know, mm-hmm. top tier mm-hmm. guys, Justin Fields, first round pick, CJ Stroud, second overall pick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas when was the last time a, a Penn State had a quarterback drafted highly like that? In the, in the, in the first round alone. That's a good <laughs> you know Collins. Mean? Maybe you know what I mean. Is Kerry Collins uh, even drafted? I don't know. Who knows? What's <laughs> um, the guy who won the Eisen back in the day? Uh, Todd Bla- Todd Blackenship, Black whatever his name is. I have no idea who that is, kind sir. You're gonna have to educate me on that one. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like Penn State doesn't have now that top tier talent. I get that has these, you know, yeah, uh, these other teams have, you know. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say it off camera. I was just like, man, this just in his blood. <laughs> F- football and drinking. This man is from Lebanon, Pennsylvania. Football and drinking is in this man's blood. I promise you. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, they've had some deep. Obviously, you got it. First round pick, fifth overall in 1995. Let's go. Let's go, Kerry. Kerry Collins. Yeah, Kerry Collins. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you're. That's what I'm saying. Um. We have talented players. Obviously, look look at Saquon Barkley, second overall pick. Look right, at right, look right. at look at Micah Parsons on the defensive side with the Dallas Cowboys right now. It was Trace McSorley played some fantastic preseason games. Let me tell you, and he's done some great <laughs> mop up spot duty. Stop <laughs> it! This said, my man is king of the preseason, yo. Word. Let's go. When Let's it doesn't go. count, he's oh, he's with it. He's, <laughs> you sure it doesn't count? I'm trying to make this league minimum every year. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. I just think it's a talent thing. Um, I think I like James Franklin. Yes, he needs to kind of show us that he can win big games. But at the end of the day, players play. Coach is coach, bottom line. You know? So that's just my take on it. We'll we'll see what happens with Michigan. Hopefully Penn State get this dub. Um, It's in Happy Valley, which is good. Um, I'm hoping they come out with that victory. Let's get into the NFL a little bit. Let's start with the – Minnesota Vikings Atlanta Falcons game. This was a thriller. You had your boy Joshua Dobbs being with the team for only five days, coming off the bench as when Jaron Hall got hurt, leading the Vikings on a last hour drive to get the victory 31 to 28 over the Falcons in Atlanta. 
this was amazing. The uh, part-time astronaut and you know uh, rocket scientist, or what have you, literal, <laughs> literally, rocket scientist. Li- literally, yeah, was with the team for five days. He didn't even practice. He didn't even get first team reps. He's literally on the sideline practicing snaps with his center as the game is happening when he's about to go in, and he leads this team to victory. I mean. What a what a what a what a what a gritted out J- Joshua Dobbs. Kudos to him. Um, yeah, I feel like he's got a. Do you feel like he's earned a starting spot to be on a team next season? I think he's absolutely start, earned an opportunity to compete and be someone's starter. I thought the work that he did uh, in a spot where he got traded to the Tennessee Titans and then played a Thursday night game with them. I think he had got traded on Sunday or something of that sort. And was a thrilling, exciting game. Got his first touchdown as a starter. I mean, it was it was impeccable to watch him operate the way he did. And it just continues like the kid is class, right? He literally can play this game at a high level around everybody else. Um, I mean, it was it was it was it was exciting. I can't even lie. It's just exciting to watch him play football. Uh, and again, he had a starling career at Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken. He played. Uh, played. Wait, college? Uh, yeah. Did he go to Pitt? Pitt. I think he went to Pitt. No, no, no. Tennessee. No, Tennessee. Right. Tennessee. No, yeah. No, Pittsburgh. Tennessee. Dra- Pittsburgh draft. I'm talking about that's the NFL. That's, Pittsburgh drafted yeah. him. He went to Tennessee. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. And, and so, you know, I mean, I just, he's he's always been a heady, heady player, but I guess, you know, as long as the, what do they say about luck? It's when opportunity meets pre- uh, preparation, right? Mm-hmm. He was prepared to come out here and perform at the highest level and his number got called and he's like, okay, let's go out here. What do I got to do? The, the I don't know if you heard them detail how they were getting plays into him, but, and I don't know who this, who coming up with this, maybe it was a group effort. Maybe this is the power of groups. Mm. Uh, But he was the only person who doesn't know the play. Everybody else knows the play. So they call him the play. He says the play. And then everyone would tell him where they, what they were going to do. Mm. And so he just got dealer's choice. I have man, I have man. I have this guy on my comeback. This is Mm. my check down and just broke down the game to, I mean, that is, yeah, I don't know if he'll be a Hall of Famer, but he deserves <laughs> to be somebody's starter if you can work with something like that. He didn't even know his teammates' names. <laughs> but he just, he knows Jordan Addison. Number three is nice. He knows that. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's crazy, man. It really is crazy. Um, it's, a, it's a heck of a story. You know, on the other side, the Falcons, I don't know what Arthur Smith is doing. I don't know if Arthur Smith knows what Arthur Smith is doing at this point. <laughs> How are you not utilizing your weapons that you have? You literally drafted Bijan Robinson, what, seventh overall, eighth overall, whatever it was. You don't even use him in goal line scenarios in the red zone or in the red zone. Yeah. I I, I literally you finally made the change to Taylor Heineke from Jay Desmond Ritter. Okay, cool. Great. I mean, they didn't have Drake London in this game. But how are you not utilizing your your players, your top tier offensive players? It, the guy is ass backwards. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> he's uh, he's I, think, a, I, I feel like he's working baby. his way himself out of a job, right? No, he's an he's a nepo baby. He comes from like big money. He comes from like really big money, and mm-hmm. so this is like he doesn't care. Of all these people, tell him what to do. Nobody could tell him what to do. So he's gonna come out here and run this offense the way he wants to. You know, he's going to have the number one draft pick uh, for the team blocking for the number three tight end. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to throw one pass to this six foot 10 wide receiver from California. There's no need to throw the ball to him in an entire game just to prove you right. Like some spoiled child for real. It's, it's wild. Um, and if it won games and it has in the past, you can have your smug face and say whatever you want, right? You can have your little, uh, wild mustache and do whatever you want, but mm. she shaved recently. Now, I don't know if it was, a. I'll, as long as we keep winning, I'm going to yeah, sure. have it. Isn't, I don't it know. isn't it, isn't it no shave November? Oh, but he did the opposite. Cause we weren't expecting that. Right. That's what it is. Right. We weren't, we weren't expecting him to come okay. up with the net. Yeah. He's that, this is what I'm going to do. Coming at a wild, wild card, wild card. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Jeez. I don't I don't know. I mean, if he were to be replaced, how do you replace him? How do you pull him out of the the driver's seat of this and put somebody else in that seat who if they're out there right now, they're not on a couch awaiting a call and you don't know if you can trust those people. You're not bringing in McDaniel's. Oh god, no. There's no way. You can't I, I, bring, I, I, you can't call Chucky. No, well, he's done in the NFL. Right, John Gruden's done. Right, yeah. right. You can't call Chucky. Um, maybe, maybe his brother, Jay Gruden. Maybe uh, Jay. I think the whole Gruden Gruden name is kind of okay you know, diminished at this point. You know, you don't. You're not grabbing somebody from college. That's mm-hmm. not gonna happen, right? Mm-hmm. We're way too far in the you season. Need, you need someone who knows off and. Apparently, Arthur Smith was supposed to be a guy who was really an offensive guy, but you need someone who can really know how to utilize Bijan Robinson, utilize Drake London, Kyle Pitts. You have three top tier first round draft picks. They need they need a seventeen year old in their grandmother in their mother's basement on Madden. That's what they need. They need somebody. <laughs> they need a seventeen uh, high school senior on who's on the sticks twenty four seven. He's nice with it. Mm. But just got to go ahead and have him run up the plays. He'll never kick. He'll never uh, uh, kick a field goal. He's always <laughs> going for it on fourth down. He's going to make Taylor Heineke run all the way back to the one-yard line and, and throw a 65-yard pass. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to high-step it all the way. Yo, that sounds like me playing Madden, son. All day. All day. I'm never putting that junk. Hell no golf field. Fourth and 32 for my five-yard line? Going for it. All day. Come see me. Let's go. Right. I don't give a damn. Uh, and if I if I'm about to hit that reset button real quick, I don't give a damn. Come see me. You can't, and I would be surprised if he rage quits. If he rage quits. That'd be that'd be a good one. Like, where's he uh, going up the, the podium? He's not he's walking down the, the tunnel, he's leaving. Oh, um, all, all, so, all right. Yeah, but uh so yeah, so I think it just I think we're gonna have to ride this out. He's got he got a couple of wins packed up in his bag. You know, he might bend maybe. Maybe ownership comes down and says, hey, let's make it a little more exciting. Mm-hmm. We got a kid in Taylor Heineke who can chuck the ball around. Let's make it a little more exciting, right? We got a kid who who he's like, F it, they're down there somewhere. Toss mm-hmm. it up, you know, and wait till he Drake cool. London comes back because they'll have a guy he can just chuck it up in the air to. Atlanta uh, moves up to number one to draft Caleb Williams. If Atlanta can afford it. Ooh. Do you do that over? Caleb over- Williams. Want to start again? Again? Okay. I was gonna say, did you? So, so you don't bring in Lamar. You want to try to get that kind of that, the kind of play for that's four years or five years it. for free. That's why I said it. You're on to something. They Sherman. didn't get Lamar, so they lost on Lamar Jackson. Okay, fine. They're gonna fine. probably finish six wins. All right, they probably have right. the number seven or nine. I mean, seven, seven right. to ten overall pick. You give that. Give pick that next up. Year, you pick next and year. And a player. And a, and, and, a, you... and, a, and, a, and maybe a third rounder. Move up, get number, go to number one, 
You draft Caleb Williams, who could be an excellent talent. You team him up with Bijan, with Drake, and Kyle. You got yourself a squad. Hey, 2024, draft your Atlanta Falcons. Yo, I don't know, man. It's, if Atlanta keeps losing, it's a. I think it's a possibility that they can move up in the draft next year. I mean, honestly, what's what if? To be quite honest with you, it's hard for me to look at a lot of these teams and not think that part of the plan is starting over. And if part of the plan is starting over, we're any draft picks. How do we get draft picks? We gotta suck. We gotta lose some games. We yep. gotta. We need to free up some money, so we gotta shed some contracts. Oh, we traded away the guy that everybody likes. Well, he was worth something right now. We gotta take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know is we got a horrible season, another horrible season. It's like, okay, I signed up for losing, but losing sucks. And I can't, you know, endure. So then you're like, all right, I can do a little something. I can go draft the best guy I can each losing season. And then maybe eventually at some point we'll pick up a quarterback because all they're doing is getting the best guy they can, getting the best guy they can, getting the best guy they can. And, you know, I think you're honest, I'm sure. I I think next year, the next time they get the best guy they can, it'll be a quarterback and they'll get a window of two, three years. Yeah. Because how are you going to pay to keep all these guys together? Exactly. Exactly. You can't keep Drake London and Bijan and Kyle Pitts is about to come up. So you must be saying, okay, we're okay to lose Kyle. We'll stick to Bijan. We'll stick to Drake. Drake, you're going to pay. Drake Mm -hmm. is about to get a monster contract Mm because he's going to throw off. And the quarterback, if the quarterback can sling all day, you got moves you can make. Yep, yep. You know who a, a quarterback who did not disappoint being drafted top on the top of the top of the draft or even second overall was was uh, C.J. Stroud. Ooh. Man, this dude, the number the second overall pick from this past year. This dude is the real deal. Holy field. Let me tell you, yo, he lit it up for the Houston Texans or the winning getting the game over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 39 to 37, leading the game winning drive with 46 seconds left on the clock, drives all the way downfield and wins the game for the Texans, throwing for 470 yards and five touchdowns. Okay. This kid is phenomenal, bro. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, Panthers, I pay, the pay, the Panthers are, are are mad right now. They mad. They big time mad. They 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 took Bryce Young over CJ Stroud. That's all I can say. The Panthers are big time mad. They took CJ Stroud. I mean, Man, this, I wanted I wanted CJ Stroud to work with Josh McCown. Clearly, whatever the uh, PFF Bobby Slowick, the current offensive coordinator for the Houston Texans, is going mm-hmm. probably going to be the highest paid OC in the NFL pretty soon because what he's going to be able to do with CJ Stroud in Houston. This is you're about to see. This is about to be an anomaly. Yeah, future. The future of Houston is about to be an anomaly. Yeah, this. Mm-hmm. Let me just a couple couple pointers I wanted to make about this game. His passer rating one forty seven point eight is the highest single game passer rating by a rookie quarterback in NFL history. His 470 passing yards are the most passing yards by a rookie in a game in NFL history. He became the youngest player ever with at least 415 yards in a game and became just the sixth player ever in NFL history to record at least 450 yards and five touchdowns with no interceptions in a game. Yeah, he had zero interceptions, okay? And he only missed 12 passes. This kid looks good. I think he damn well just might be one offensive rookie of the year. Obviously, you know, we've got a long, long season to go. But he's on pace to win offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, the future is bright with him. And you, now, I think you got to get more talent. I don't think they're going to be successful. They're not. Gonna, you're not going to make the playoffs anytime soon. But 
Because obviously, being in the AFC South, Jacksonville is going to run that division for a while with Trevor Lawrence and those dudes. They've got right. a better, they've got a better overall team than the Texans do. I like what D'Amico Ryan's is doing in Houston, right, right. But they need to bring in more talent. I don't think Devin Singletary is a lead back. I didn't even like him when he was in Buffalo, to be honest with you. Um, Tank Dell has shown us some things. He can do some things. I will say that. Sherman, um, all it's that. What are the things that we talk about that make it hard for people to want to go play for the Green Bay Packers? The location atmosphere money you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. been bad for so long they got the money you would be in texas the weather is always going to be hot mm-hmm. and the talent you get to play around i mean i and, will absolutely and, go play and tax implication no state income tax in texas no state income tax and tax implications. well get your money right mm-hmm. always that's, first and foremost, get your you money know right. that's part of the reason why tyreek went to miami over in New York. No state income tax. He, I respect, he, it. I respect when he, it. When there's a story about that, he's talked about it recently that when he was trying to resign with Kansas City, he wanted to stay in Kansas City. They didn't offer him what he, what he wanted. He got a call. Miami gave him a call. Said, hey, this is what we're going to give you. The Jets gave him a call. This is what we're going to give you. Only about a $2 million difference. He even talked to Zach Wilson, said he liked Zach Wilson. He talked to his mom shortly after. He goes, you know what? You know, there's no state income tax in Florida, right? He goes, damn, man, Miami's a better place. I'm going to Miami. That matters. That matters. So it that's did. why I, that's why I say it. Texas is, is, is the same thing. Didn't matter to Mike Trout, but he got that baseball money. And baseball money is way different than football money. So <laughs> I could understand that move. Yep, um, yep, yep. But yes, I would agree with you. I think, man, it could be it, the, just that you've got a guy who can spin the ball. I'll mm-hmm. go play with a guy that can spin the ball mm-hmm. all day. I mean, just, but he had, and he has the right guys around him. Dalton Schultz, man, watch out. Dalton Schultz could just give him a pair of good hands like you have with Dak. You know, these guys have the right elements to, to try to make some moves. And, you know, if somebody puts pressure on Jacksonville, it's probably better for Jacksonville because Jacksonville starting to get to that echelon where they need to be able to go into these games where we think about them and they need to be able to be a chance to be the winner in that game. Um, you know, Jacksonville's time for them to step up. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. For sure. And they are. I think they are. I think they are. Um, on the other side, the Buccaneers losing another one. Eddie, I mean, Baker, after being drafted number one overall, he's only his, what, his third, his fourth team, you know, going mm-hmm. from Cleveland to Carolina to shortly with the Rams last year, now to Tampa Bay. Any chance Baker Mayfield can be successful in this league at all? You know, I mean, I don't think so, honestly. I, I, I I'm not okay. Let me not poo-poo uh, uh, Baker Mayfield because clearly he is a backup level starter in the NFL. Okay. Um, and if you, man, I feel like he's like a, almost like a Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's I gonna just, be I... he's gonna be a journeyman for a while. He's going to win you a couple games, may even get you a playoff win. I think he did years back, you know what I mean? But he's not going to be a Hall of Famer kind of Super Bowl winning quarterback. Is that fair to element. say? I think it, it. I think it's too fair to him. I think, I think mm-hmm. when I think about Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick could at some points feel the team. Like as long as you put him there, he can run and maximize guys, make something of guys that we were been looking for something from right baker mayfield only goes as far as the guys around him you know what i mean and so Dude, he's got his, talent around him 
that's what I'm saying. Like, what does he look like when the situation has less talent for him? Right. Mm-hmm. Like what if he's playing for the Rams and they don't have Cooper cup and uh, you know, they don't have the starting running back, right? Like what does he look like? You know, mm-hmm. is he making Van Jefferson relevant to some degree? Yes. I just, he's, he played a good game. He played a good game. He was in a shootout, right? Like mm-hmm. say what you will. We expected this, the 49ers defense to now be in Houston, whatever long that takes to make that happen. Um, they Domingo. went out there and they, yeah. Domingo, they went out there and they scored some points. He only missed nine passes. He scored two touchdown, uh, 265 yards. We're in a dome game. You'd think that he, they you're playing against air conditioning. You'd make a few plays, right? It seems like everybody's <laughs> scoring in this game. It was a, it's a wild barn burner. Mm-hmm. It was an exciting game, though. It was definitely an exciting game for sure. It was a Red River rivalry, Red River rivalry, getting <laughs> getting played in the NFL. That's what we're yeah, watching. Yeah. Um. Next game, wanted to talk about Obed, uh, Dallas Philly. This is another one. Came down to the wire once again, but the Eagles got that dub with twenty eight to twenty three. Eagles are now eight and one in the year. The only one loss team remaining in the NFL. Cowboys dropped to five and three. This is a game the Cowboys damn well could have won. Okay. Should have. Should have. Um, and on this one, and you'll be surprised to say you can't put it on Dak. I think Dak played well. <laughs> I, mean, I know you're surprised to hear me say that, but just I'm, I'm that, not. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised the way you said it because it's not always him when they don't do well. Yeah, you know, but it's it's not this one. You know, the defense up. They gave up some points. Okay, but they're still a top tier defense overall. They are oh, absolutely. absolutely. But just look at the last five plays of the game. First of all, you had first and five at the Philadelphia six-yard line. You get a false start. Then you had first and 10 at the 11. Then you take a sack, which is, I believe, is on the right tackle. Okay? Second and 21 of the 22, incompletion. Third and 21, 22, delay of game. That's kind of on deck, I will say. And on third and 26 at the from the 27, a completion to CeeDee Lamb, which was short of the goal line, which he should have probably not thrown because he's got to throw it in the end zone. So it, you throw it, it to the guy you trust the most. I I'll give yes, him that. yes. Give him that. Then maybe C. Lamb shouldn't have been in front of five yards in front of the end zone. How about that? So, hey, <laughs> that's he, that fair to say. For, he threw farther than he did the last time they tried to do one of these last ditch efforts. So I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, but it um, came down again to timing and a situation, which is on Mike McCarthy. Didn't we learn? Didn't he not learn from this already? Being in this last-minute situation and timing, having the timing, and having pe- and penalties and such, hasn't he not? Has he not learned for this? The Dallas Cowboys are one of the most penalized teams ever since Mike McCarthy has been their head coach. Has, he doesn't play the he doesn't play the cleanest style of football. Not at all. I mean, um, you know, to be to be fair, this is they played at a high level with mm-hmm. the defense that had it does not have pieces that they needed to to be remaining at a high level you know mm-hmm. not having Leighton van der Esch is, is important not having uh, uh trayvon Diggs is important right mm-hmm. we can't keep saying that as a backdrop but no you're right in, you're a, right. in a division matchup i think everybody scored a bunch of points i think everybody had a chance uh to kind of put their stamp on this game also including the zebras making some plays and calls that i don't know if everybody can find a middle ground on uh just as an avid watcher of football um yeah i mean it was it was an nfc east matchup this is why this is one of the best river one of the best rivalries in the nfl Mm -hmm. um uh but yeah no 
as a heartbreaking loss for the Cowboys. I feel like they have something that they can learn from this. You know, yeah. I think they should have some confidence in this loss. I think you can find some bright spots. And as yeah, you said, they, Dak Prescott played well. No, yeah. I don't think they have any run game. Like, what's going on with the run game? I, I thought Tony we Pollard is not yeah, that dude. They they got rid of Zeke and went to Pollard. This is why people said they should have gone after Derrick Henry at, at the trade deadline and try to make a move for him. You need that North and South guy. Because that's Hammer. what this that's Hit what this old line is built for, north and south, running down somebody's throat. Right. You don't get me wrong, you need a Tony Potter Pollard as well. Adds a little know? spice, adds a little, you know, electricity. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. To catch passes out of the backfield and such. But you also need that downfield runner like a Derrick Henry, you know, can be right. like Ezekiel was when he went kind of first started out with the Dallas Cowboys, you know? Right. Um, so more credit to Zeke being able to do that for as long as he did and take all the hits and take all the beating, because I'll be gosh darn, if the plan is to just take one of the smallest guys on the field and jam him up the middle against some of the biggest linebackers the NFL has, I don't know how long that's going to last for. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he only had what, 12, probably had 12 carries, 51 yards, the next size runner was Dak Prescott with 14 yards. You know what I mean? But yeah. he threw the ball well. Prescott, Prescott did 374 and three scores, no interceptions, which is great. Yeah. But And Hurts didn't even have a Herculean game, if you will. He had, you know, he was 17 no, no. or 23 for 207 and two scores. He didn't Banged have it. Took a shot to his knee. He, his yeah, he was play, limping so. at one time, you know. But he made the plays when he needed to make the plays. That Philadelphia made stops when they needed to make stops. Right. So I say right now, Philadelphia is undoubtedly the best team in the NFL, in my opinion, regardless of record. I think they are the best team in the NFL right now. Do you see them continuing their firepower, knowing that the quarterback is dealing with an injury right now, and uh, reportedly Dallas Goddard has a fractured forearm and will mm. be going on IR yeah. after surgery? That hurts. That hurts a lot. That being Dallas Goddard being out, um, I think they can still can be. You know, they've got a pretty damn tough schedule. They got a bye week this week. Do you see their schedule after the bye week? They got Monday night Murder football. Israel. Monday night football at Kansas City. Then they got a game against uh, a game against Buffalo at home, San Francisco at home, and then they go to Dallas, to Seattle. Woof. The next five games, or well, the next four, but then they should win against Seattle. But the next five games are they they got a rough, rough schedule um uh, coming it's up. Pretty, it's pretty good daylight after that. So they're gonna have an opportunity to test themselves. So you know, you come you come prepared, mm-hmm. you know. And one thing to say that the Chiefs are gonna be coming off a bye. So they're giving Andy Reid two weeks to get ready to play his old team. Um, a team that he's also seen in the postseason as well as uh, beaten in the postseason. Mm. I have a feeling that there's some gamesmanship in the way Kansas City has been playing of late because, uh, as we'll talk about when we get a chance to go over the, the matchups, uh, Miami Miami's supposed to be this high-flying team. Andy Reid was like, oh, no, we're going to run this ball. I watched mm. him turn around and just hand the ball to Isaiah Pacheco, and they just controlled the game. They don't have yeah. to do any fireworks if they don't need to, and that's a very scary thing. Uh, they are a team on a mission. Yep, yep, yep. Um, let's keep going to our last matchup review, Buffalo-Cincinnati. We'll keep mm, this one mm, short, mm, Obed, yeah. but... Sure, take it away. You know, uh, Buffalo, I think they lost a game that they, I, people kind of expected them to lose. Being in Cincinnati, being without so many defensive players, we've talked about it, all-pro Matt Milano out, Trinavius White is out. Joseph is that you know what I mean? You know, you know, they're kind of it's it's terrible. Unless Josh, unless Josh Allen is absolutely perfect, 
it's going to be a struggle for them to kind of keep up with other teams, especially like a team like Cincinnati who can light it up. Obviously Joe Burrow, three forty-eight, two scores, you know, um, T Higgins went off Jamar Chase. didn't really do that much, but you know, they have T Higgins, they have Tyler Boyd, you know what I mean? They've got Joe Mix, you know, they've got a lot of talent on the off- offensively. It's just going to be a struggle for Buffalo. I think eventually they're going to work themselves out of being a playoff really contender. And I mean, I think they can still probably make the playoffs, but I do honestly with the injuries that they've gotten, uh, I'm kind of slowly kind of taking it back. It's like, man, I think the season kind of is winding down for Buffalo and not my expectations are diminishing each and every week. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, they could have, you know, they only, only lost by six, lost 28 to four to 18 to the Bengals. It wasn't yeah. like they, it wasn't like they got blown out 35, nothing or anything. You know, they're not a terrible team by any means. Right. It's just, it's just too much to overcome against this top tier talent. And that's what the issue is. You know, looking at the remaining schedule, they got a Monday night game against Denver. They got, they got a couple next couple of games. They should win. Then they got Philly, KC, Dallas, the LA Chargers. Ugh, <laughs> it, it, it's not. I'm sorry. It's and then they got to play Miami again. It's not looking good for Buffalo. It's really not. Oh man, I mean Buffalo could. I just thought there would have been a move at the trade deadline to bring somebody in to bring on some help. Do what you got to do. You mm-hmm. see Howie making moves to bring in guys, knowing that he's got a good roster. He's got to try to find a way to keep it together. Deal with the money on the back end. Deal with the movements on the back end. I, uh, you know, kind of surprised they didn't move, didn't make a move there. Um, but you know, maybe they feel like they can change to this high possession, uh, you know, meticulous offense, man, I hope they're not giving too much away, but I, I feel like there it's not over. It's just going to be a lot harder than it would have been before. Yeah. You know, and if you got to keep scoring points, every single week it's not like they're not out there trying to score points you know oh, they mean? are they are you know you know um, but and allen just throwing too many interceptions you know he threw another one only one, one interception in this game but you know throwing too many on the year you know he's trying to force a lot of passes a lot of the most of the time but he, and get it because he feel like it's on his shoulders you know right they don't really have much of a running game. i don't think james cook is that do a six carries 20 yards like come on you know buffalo hasn't had a lead running back in a long time but they bring some- in they bring in lombardi lenny Okay, they we get it. We get a chance to see uh, uh, what he's got left in the tank. Hopefully, he's in shape. I know he is from Louisiana, so there's concern he might not be eating the best all the time. But uh, I hope that he's getting into football shape and ready to go and ready to rock because that would give him a pair of hands that he can trust will catch the ball and get some depth uh, and keep the line, keep the chains moving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, they just got to get. I think if they get dynamic on offense and just try to, they're keeping it tight. I uh, listen, your defense doesn't give up 20 points. Excuse me. Your defense doesn't give up 30 points. I mean, that's something to, to be blessed for, right? Like Miami could give up 30 points at any point, at any moment. Yeah. So they have to be run and fun and gun. And that's not how the bills are built. The bills yeah. are built with a, uh, gosh, dare I say Cam Newton esque profile offense, but the kids got, I mean, Cam Newton had a good arm when he wasn't using it at the battering Ram. So if the kids stop using yeah. it, it's and continues to get better as a, it, it, I think of quarterbacking like golf. The better, the older they get, the technique gets better. The more the opportunity this person get uh, mm-hmm. make fields, make plays downfield. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, yeah, I, yeah. I'll take we, to your cue though. 
Yeah, no, no, we we can we can keep it rolling. You know, I just yeah, like I said, yeah, ever with all the injuries, you know, I'm just really not my expectations for this year. You know, my certainly my Super Bowl prediction, I think, is out the window for sure. Like I said before yeah. the season started, yeah. this was their window that their window was pretty much I would say three quarters of the way closed. I think now the way if then when they come if if and when they do come up short at the end of the year, you're gonna see you're gonna see some guys trying to move on and then because they're just they're tired of coming yeah. up short and like all right. This we had our we had a good run. This I don't think Josh yeah. Allen's going anywhere. They're, they locked him in long term, but you may see Stephon Diggs in a new uniform next year. You know, um, I like Dalton Kincaid. He's gonna probably stick around, but you know, you may see you may see some guys. You know, maybe like Micah Hyde, like Joy, you know, th- things like that. Some top tier guys, maybe even Tre'Davious White. You may see some guys trying to tend to uh, tend to move on, but we'll see how that goes. Hopefully not, but we'll see. Um, oh, Ben, let's get to our next segment. You right, you mad. Uh, I've got a couple ones for you, sir, if you don't mind. Um, Please, one, yeah, one, go ahead. One, one AFC team I think is doing what we're shooting well is the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and their quarterback, Lamar Jackson, I feel like um, it deserves a little bit more credit. So I say to you, sir, Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson is being overlooked for MVP, and he shouldn't be. Herman, you right. I mean, not only is this man taking care of the football by only having three interceptions on the season to nine touchdowns, my man has almost 2,000 passing yards alone, right? The man is, I will say, playing some of the most conservative football I've watched him play in his career after switching to a pro-style offense where he's known for big plays. Um, Maybe those will come because they are trying to do some things with the run game, knowing that uh, guys like... uh, J.K. Dobbins is out right now, um, and they're not getting a lot from individuals like Rashad Bateman who are waiting to come around. Um, but uh, Sherman, you're right. I think that he's being overlooked. They keep winning games right now. They have quite a schedule ahead of them, but this team only has two losses, right? They blew out the Browns the last time they played them. So if you think that there's going to be some retribution and they go one and one with them, I mean, I have to put them as in a home game against the Bengals. You have to think that they could be the favorite in that game mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i i'm and I think that's, a, I think that's a sunday night game right i think that a is couple, a sunday night game a couple weeks yes and so you know they're coming into the uh before just before uh thanksgiving um, oh no oh that's what it is yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah, yeah. No, no no worries no worries uh and so uh, you know game. i think you're i think you're you're right um it's hard for me to look at who we would compare him to if you told me that patrick mahomes was going to go play the miami dolphins and he was only going to have 185 yards passing, I would have been like, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. The team that put up 70, <laughs> he only had to throw for 185 yards. Yeah. Um, I, it's They're going to have quite the resume. And I don't know if there's, if they beat the Bengals, that's a defining win. Uh, if they beat uh, the Jaguars, if they go one-on-one between the Jaguars and the Niners, the Niners, they really do have to beat. And I think they could if the Niners keep playing the way they've been. The Niners are banged um, up, though. This Let's is a get, dominant I, The Niners team. are banged up. reminds me of... The Niners right, are banged right. up. So, I think once they get healthy, I think they're going to be fine. Yeah. But, yeah, if the but if Baltimore can come out and show out against Cincinnati, charge against the Jags, against the Niners, you got you to, gotta, you know what I mean? You got to consider him. Right. You got to consider Lamar as another MVP candidate, for sure. Um, uh, Sherman, I, I have a you right, you mad for you. Okay, yep. Uh, so with his, uh, 157 yard 5.6 average, Geno Smith is starting to turn back into a pumpkin from a prince. You right. You mad. Oh, 
I almost want to say you're right. I think they've had a, you know, they got blown out this week by, by the aforementioned Baltimore Ravens. Um, I still believe in Geno Smith can do some things, but, you know, sitting at a five and three, you know, Geno is looking like, okay, we were kind of high on him from what he did last year. I think he led the league in completion percentage. I think he's only what 16th in QBR this this year. You you know, only nine touchdowns, seven interceptions on the year. You 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 know, you 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 might be right, Obed. You might be right. You know, I was gonna say people you know kind of doubting him a little bit, but he's gotta show us a little bit more. You know, I think he just had right. maybe one solid good year last year. Yeah, I think you're right, Obed. Yeah, man, I was I was concerned because they add Jackson Smith and Jigbo, Jigbo. right? They go out there Oof. and give him a, mm-hmm. a weapon. Uh, he's got Zach Charbonnet there as well, another weapon. Like, they try to give him these guys that just feel like he should be taking advantage of this opportunity. They have a hammer in Kenneth Walker. Uh, it, it's unfortunate. Hopefully he turns it around, but it's not looking good right now. Yep, yep. Um, and Obed, I've got one more for you, and you're right, you man. The New York Giants should have gave running back Saquon Barkley a long-term deal instead of their quarterback, Daniel Jones. Jeremy, you're right. I don't even know if it's a question that we need to ask. We already <laughs> talked about this. When you look at what the New York Giants have been over the last – all every year that uh, Saquon Barkley has been healthy and on the field for them, everything flows through him. He's kept this team together through multiple regime changes now at this point, you know, to to the much chagrin of everybody who feels like he wasn't worth a top draft pick because you don't draft running backs high. He's mm-hmm. probably the only good, solid, consistent thing in New York. You know? So I, I think that uh, it is a complete misstep by this organization to front, uh, front all that money for Daniel Jones, not make him play on a one-year deal or a prove-it contract or just make him play out his rookie deal and just let him walk. Uh, I think they could have started Tarad. I think they could have drafted somebody in the draft. I think that they made the mistake by not playing him, uh, but not paying Saquon Barkley. Uh, mm. Sherman, you are right. And now Daniel Jones is tore his ACL. He's done for the year. He may not even be ready for next year. Um, it's a possibility. Now, I don't know. Contract-wise, I don't think they wait can... for him. I don't I think contractually they have to. I don't I don't think they can just get rid of him now. Being in this is remember, he just got that extension. So I don't know just contractually, is it going to be beneficial? Right. There might be a lot of dead money cap hit and things like that. So right. I think right. next year he will be on the roster again. He's probably not gonna play until ne- next year. He might not even or like until maybe a third of the year is done because he's gonna be out for a while. This is November now, he just tore his ACL. Right. Right. So he may not be ready. Same situation until... as uh, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray was out. Uh, he's just coming back. Just got uh, cleared. Uh, we right. Did, so. so I don't think some people, you know, maybe he's thinking he Daniel Jones played his last snap with the New York Giants, but just because the way his, the way the contract is, he just got that deal. I don't think that's the case. But I think at some point, right. if he doesn't show you that he 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 was deserving of that money, you move on from him. At some point, I think it's going to happen. Well, yep. Uh, let's get into the, uh, picks. Obed, um, eh, did okay last week. Yeah, actually yeah, mid mid tier eight, eight and six. So I went and you went nine and five. So you're up again on me uh, by one game, uh, Thursday night game, Carolina, Chicago, honestly, it's a game. I don't know. I'm probably, honestly, I probably not even going to watch this game. It's just two terrible teams, I don't uh, but, uh, but I'll I don't just, I'll say, I'll just say Carolina because wait, is Justin Fields back? 
that's the cap. I don't think so. He's practicing, but he has a dislocated thumb. Uh, I don't know how they're they're going to treat that injury. I guess they're just seeing how he responds to practice. Okay. Um, but I don't think they're going to put him out there next okay. week. Okay. Uh, okay. Against Carolina. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. But either way, I know Carolina. We'll keep still, an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for that. Carolina's just, I know Carolina's bad. They won one game, but Chicago's just bad. It's bad overall as well, too. So I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Carolina. I don't know why. I'm just going to go Carolina. Right. Who you got? Chicago. Oh, I'm going Chicago. You're oh, Chicago. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yes. I'm going with Chicago. Uh, I feel like a home game for them. You know, they didn't look. I'm surprised that they played as well as they did against the Saints, quite frankly. You know, mm. I don't know what that was about. Um, <laughs> but I think if they're at home and they're comfortable and they're getting what they're getting from Tyson Bajan, um, you know, screw it. I, yeah. I, I'll go with the home team. Indianapolis at New England. Sorry, man. Your Patriots are terrible. I'm going Colts. Yeah, I'm going to go with Indianapolis as well. I got to be honest with you. I don't really see New England pulling off a uh, a win they just didn't look inspiring against washington for a majority of the game i had they had some bright spots with uh uh Ramondre stevenson running hard at a big touchdown run uh i believe it was in the second quarter um you know and Jahan dotson getting into the end zone the, the washington did look great with luke stellar against them there was some good defensive plays made uh interception a turnover in the end zone uh by the defense for the patriots uh, but that being said i think Minshew and company have scored like the third most points in the NFL in the last three weeks or four weeks or something like that. Since mm. uh, they're, uh, so, you know, I think they're playing well. I got to give it to yeah, Minshew's not playing bad at all. He's not really playing bad at all. Yeah. Houston and Cincinnati. Again, we've talked about CJ Stroud being, you know, that rookie that he is, but Cincinnati might be, have too much firepower. So uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals. I am going to back you on that with the Bengals. I mean, you know, the only caveat to this is that I'm not worried about C.J. Stroud performing poorly in this game. It's in Ohio. He knows how to play in Ohio. Okay. I like so that take. I like that take. If, if this is an opportunity for me to come home to the state that I own and shout, you know, show out again in front of my people, mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I wouldn't be surprised he got four to 600 people in the stands just for him. You know, people that <laughs> to people on people on people that he knows, like, right, uh, right, right, right. and I'm just like, man, I kind of now how injured is Jamar Chase? You know, like I'm gonna, yeah, I'm you got, you got that back, you know, that back yeah. sp- spinal, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> he's uh he's he's coming up lame, but all the all of my favorite LSU wide receivers are lame right now. But I'm gonna go Cincinnati. Uh, New Orleans at Minnesota. I don't know. I kind of wanted to pick Minnesota because Joshua Dobbs and everything, but I feel like New Orleans just has more talent. You know, Minnesota still doesn't have JJ out there. So I'm going to go with the Saints. Yeah, there's no uh, word on JJ coming back immediately after he's cleared too because they'll have the 21-day window um, of the pup. Uh, I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints, man. I just think they have a better defense. You know, they've got the pieces on offense. I think they're starting to click a little bit. They finally got Chris Olave in the end zone. Thank God. Right. Um, Yeah, let's go New Orleans. Uh, Green Bay at Pittsburgh. Both these teams are bad on offense. Um, But I think just Green Bay just – Ugh, damn, I, sh- I feel like I should go Pittsburgh. I don't know, but I'm, I'm just going to go Green Bay. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> really. Yeah, that's what I was, I was like. Uh, they're on the road, but, you know, and I don't know if you watched the game. I don't think Aaron Jones really looked like Aaron Jones. 
I could just see them getting beat up in Pittsburgh, but they should have more offense than these guys, right? Is George Pickens going to play? Is George Pickens, is, is he in, he unfollows people on Instagram? This dude, this, dude, this dude's big time mad right now. I'm, uh, you know, I don't know how, how right. this plays out, but um, yeah. So, yeah, does he even want to be a part of this squad? So, I'm saying that's why I'm right. going Green Bay. So, I'm going to change my pick. It's two teams. Pardon my French. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to switch to Green Bay just because they should go in here and play better than them, and they have more offense. But ugh. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee at Tampa Bay. I don't know why. I'm just going to go Tampa Bay. Well, I mean, Tannehill. Tannehill's still out. It's going to be Will Levis, the rookie. Tampa Bay's just more of a veteran team than Tennessee is, so I'm going to go Tampa Bay. The same Tampa Bay that got diced up by C.J. Stroud. Bunch of big <laughs> plays. I don't know. I mean, I think Will Levis is not on the same tier as CJ Stroud, but in this passing league, if you got a big arm, like it seems to benefit you a lot. So Tampa Bay at home, and you are a home team crowd. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Tennessee for now. I'm gonna stick with Tennessee for now. <laughs> all right, all I'm right. feeling that they're gonna look a lot better. No, Gosh, keep keep your pick, man. Don't don't let me influence you. <laughs> you know? All right. I'm gonna stay with Tennessee. I'm gonna stay with Tennessee. All right, San Francisco at Jacksonville. I like this game. I like this game here. Um, this should be a good one. Debo, I think Debo is questionable to return. I don't think he's fully back yet. Um, but I'm still gonna go with San Francisco. Thing is, Trent Williams too is still questionable. I believe. Uh, I think San Francisco can't lose another and a fourth a fourth one in a row. So I'm gonna go with the Niners. I mean, coming off the bye as well, they had two weeks to get ready for this. I think Kyle's gonna be able to put together a good uh script for this one right gosh yeah i'm gonna go with san francisco i just think that they've had time to figure out what they want to do get healthy come out here and play figure out get back to get get the, the kinks out not make the poor plays that we made before the buy um you know i think uh i'm gonna go with san francisco but the part of me wants to change it to jacksonville because it's just, <laughs> it, these home teams just look so good by comparison right. to who's coming to play them yeah. um uh, I do, so, but I think I think Jacksonville does have a possibility to win this game, especially like I said, if if Debo's still not out there, if Trent Williams, I don't know. Like I'm saying, they're still questionable at this point. You know, right. today is where we're only right. on Tuesday. The game's not till True. Sunday, so we'll see. But I'm gonna go to the Niners. Um, yeah. Cleveland at Baltimore. Yeah, Cleveland at Baltimore. We talked about them a little bit earlier, so I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with Baltimore, especially yeah. being at home too. Absolutely, Baltimore at home. Like I don't care what Cleveland just did. This is Baltimore is gonna win this game. Atlanta at Arizona. A part of me actually wanted to go Atlanta, but Kyler Murray, I believe, is coming back this week um, for the Cardinals. It's at home. I think he wants to kind of win in his first appearance, first appearance of the year. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Arizona here in this one. No, I kind of wanted to go Atlanta, uh, you know, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with the Cardinals. Yeah, I was gonna say I felt the same way. The home, the first home game for Kyler Murray coming back off the bye. I don't know how much how dynamic they're going to allow him to be. I don't know what his limitations are. I don't expect him to be a hundred percent out there, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that uh, this is a good spot for them. Atlanta just kind of looks stale. Uh, I'm sure Heineke is prone to make a few mistakes, but they're playing. They've got. They, we'll see if they lean on their talent. If they lean on their talent, they're in this game. If not, they're going to get burned in Arizona. Detroit at the Los Angeles Chargers. I kind of like this matchup. Um, Chargers had a decent game on Monday night against the Jets, albeit it was against the Jets, but the defense did play well. Uh, I'm going to go Detroit Lions, though, here in this one, uh, Obed. Uh, you know, I like what Detroit's building that organization and kind of turn that, that team around. Uh, I'm going to go with the Lions. I am also going to go with the Lions. Um, 
Lions off the bye. I like it. Um, I have a feeling they'll be, gosh, they played such good football this year. Uh, you know, their OC, OC Bobby Johnson uh, mm-hmm. has really been putting together some great plays for them. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Detroit. I think the Chargers coming off a good win against the Jets are going to charge her again. Near the New York football giants at the Dallas Cowboys. This is going to be, oof, this is the Cowboys are going to light this Giants team up, starting Danny DeVito. I mean, Tommy DeVito at quarterback, probably because Jones is out. Tyrod, Ty, Tyrod Taylor is still dealing with broken ribs on the IR. He don't know what he, he this, this team is just decimated. Uh, the Darren Waller, I think, is still done. Yeah, Dallas coming off that loss against Philly. Ooh, we, this, this might be. 30 to three Dallas. Like we saw in that one, but didn't they open that season like a 40 to 10 win over the Giants, something like that, right? It was 40 to nothing, if I'm not mistaken. I think they blanketed them. Something like that, wasn't it? Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be another bad one for the Giants, too, oh, for gosh. sure. Uh, be a uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. It was 40 to 40 to nothing. It was 30 to 10 on the Jets. That's what it was. It was uh, four, we might see another 40 to nothing game for the Cowboys. Whew. Somebody call the uh, Coast Guard. Hmm. You go. I'm, um, I'm, I'm assuming you're going Dallas too. Oh, absolutely. Why would I go? Need, what? Yes. Like, they're going to need moving. help. They're going to need as many backup. They're going to need backup. Jesus. They need backup on backups on backups in the Giants. Right. You know, um, Washington at Seattle. I'm going Seattle. Seattle got that ugly loss against Baltimore. They got to. They got to bounce back. Even though Sam Howell has been playing well this year, I think I'm pretty sure Sam Howell is actually second in the league in passing yards right now, but only behind Tua Tagovailoa. Tiger that's, Loa. that's wild that's wild. yeah so that's you know he's 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 slinging the rock but uh i'm going to go with seattle seahawks yeah i'm gonna go with washington just for all the things that you just mentioned <laughs> it is an away game so they're probably gonna need to lean on people but they out here with diami brown that's making plays so i'll give them the better Seattle's at home that's 12th man uh yeah i'm gonna stick with the seahawks okay the new york jets at the las vegas raiders on sunday night dude and Throughout the entire season under Josh McDaniels, the Raiders only scored 20, the most, as most, 21 points in a game. That was the most they scored all year. In the first half alone last week, the Raiders put up 24. The Raiders couldn't wait to get rid of Josh McDaniels. Okay. This is a new team. Even the Jets are the Jets have the Jets are bad, as we know anyway. Guys, so, America, the Raiders were playing against the Giants last week. So they just were keep that in and the quarterback saying. for the Giants went out with an ACL injury. Yes. yes so just yes. better perspective. <laughs> well, I'm just hashtag just saying the Raiders are di- the Raiders are a different team without Josh McDaniels. So I'm gonna go in Las Vegas. I'm gonna go Las Vegas with Las Vegas as well. I'm sure they're gonna be a completely different team. I don't know if fantasy football is happy that this team is four for 34 with no touchdowns to Devontae Adams happy, but they're mm. happy they got the W. Yes. Uh, and I think that they'll win this game. And finally, the Monday night matchup, Denver at Buffalo. Obviously, I'm going to go Buffalo. Denver's bad. Even though Russell Wilson has not been playing bad at all himself, right. you know, uh, he hasn't been as terrible as he was last year. Last year, I think he had the statistically worst year of his entire career. But you really can't put it on him. But the defense is so terrible. Buffalo at home, Monday night matchup. Oh, yeah. But the Bills all the way. Let's go. Let's go, Buffalo. The I don't know. I feel, believe that people had approached the NFL about uh, – uh, what is that? What do they call it? Flexing, uh, flexing the game. Flexing the game. Um, and they were like, no, the Broncos are going to be on Monday night. 
<laughs> so, all right. Let's ride. Let's. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. man. Well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. We appreciate you joining in again. As always, Obed, any last words for the people before we roll out of here? We want to make sure that we show our appreciation for those of us who fight for our freedoms in the veterans with veterans day coming up this week mm. yes, um yes, we yes. got to think about those who put their life on the line those in our community who help us have a solid foundation uh who want to see us all live a life as freely as we possibly can if such a thing exists in this world mm. um just want to say that note uh but definitely take the opportunity to go outside see the colors have a good weekend We'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> well said, my friend. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT for my co-host, Obed. I'm your boy, Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.